Hey, welcome to Faith Marketplace, where we equip individuals, entrepreneurs, small business owners with resources plus community to make a kingdom impact to glorify our mighty God while gaining inspiration from marketplace leaders. Hey, welcome to another episode of Faith Marketplace, where we inspire, equip, and encourage Christians to walk their faith out. And boy, have I got a great guest today. Uh, I've known Jerry a number of years. I want to introduce you to Jerry Marchetti. Uh, he's the principal of Great Lakes Sales Leadership. So, you know, Samurai Business Group and our sales training and him are, are two peas in a pod, but uh, he's got something he does very specifically. So I'm just thrilled. Jerry, welcome. Thank you. I'm, I'm excited to be here. Yeah, I'm excited for you to be on here because we've known each other. We talked about yeah. it a couple of times, haven't you? On? Because we got a couple of things in common that we want to also share with our audience today. But, uh, you know, you shared with me a life quote or verse that you uh, you really resonate with. So why don't you share that with the audience and why is it important? To yeah, you? so when I was a new manager, um, so I'm in my 30s and I'm leading a sales team of specialty pharmaceutical reps. So frankly, almost all of them were older than me and more experienced in the industry than me. And I had a phenomenal first boss uh, and director who, who's been a mentor uh, ever since then. I, I still stay in contact with her, though she retired uh, probably over a decade ago. But um, she had a number of quotes. And the one that really stuck with me was that uh, we judge ourselves by our intentions but everybody else judges us based on our actions. And mm. it, it just, it really struck me. And so she would say, you know, so as you're working with your team, you're thinking about yourself in one way, but the only way they're able to see you is by the way that you act. And so I always wanted to make sure that my actions were in accordance with my intentions. And I had to yeah. learn new intentions uh, as, a, as a new manager. Yeah. Um, but it, it's, it's something that, that has stuck with me and it's, it's true in your faith as well, that, um, God yes. knows your intentions, right? But mm -hmm. yep. everybody else sees what you do by your actions and they can, they tell and they, they judge you, you know, immediately upon meeting you. And it's, it's the one thing that will constantly serve you both in faith and in business. Yeah. And it reminds me so much of that famous quote from, I think it was St. Francis, go out and spread the gospel, use words if necessary. Yeah, yes. Yes. <laughs> I know, love that. It's really about your walk and people watch that. And I talk about that all the time because, you know, you can do all this yakking, you know, about your faith and everything else. But if you're walking a different direction, you know, that belies all your credibility. It, it right? absolutely does. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Um, you also let's tell let's tell the audience what the takeaways you'd like to have out of our interview today. What do you want them to take away out of this? So I've I've spent a career in sales, uh, and for mm -hmm. the first twenty five years, it was in corporate sales. So working for some of the largest uh, organizations in the world, working for some small organizations, and working for some some mid sized organizations. But it's always been built off of uh, dev uh, business development, primarily in healthcare. And what mm -hmm. I would like for people to uh, take away is that sales is, is not a mystery. 
sales is not magic. It is a business discipline, just like accounting, just like HR, just like operations. And that if you put the right structure in place and you're disciplined about it, you're going to have very good success just like you do with operations and HR and accounting and every other marketing, you know, every other business discipline. Um, I think sometimes people see sales and, and it, it, they have a, a bad reaction to it, usually because they've experienced a bad sales rep in their life. And I used to, right. I used to coach my teams that, you know, think about a time that you've gone to the store and you have something in mind that you want to buy, but the experience was so bad that you left the store without buying that thing because it just wasn't the experience that you were looking for versus we all have times that we went to the store and we were, we were just kind of looking around or killing time and you come across someone who's good at what they do and they uncover some of your needs and all of a sudden you walk out of the store with a bag full of stuff that you weren't really intending to go in, but it's stuff that you needed and wanted. And this person, this salesperson was able to uncover that. And I always encourage my team to be, to be more like that, to be intellectually curious and just to ask, ask good questions and, and to be there if needed and to go away if not. Um, so um, that's, that's some of the things that I would like people to understand uh, in this podcast. Uh, the last uh, about three years, I've been running a small consulting practice where I work with small and mid-sized businesses to help them develop the the infrastructure and the, the layers of discipline that are uh, are incumbent on Fortune 500 companies and these smaller companies can't always afford people who um, have had that level of, of experience and so I want to bring that uh, that to smaller businesses so that so yeah that's that. great I also love what you had to say there about the uh, your journey with God is always evolving yes. You know, and as we get through our interview today, I think hopefully the audience will be taking that away from your journey. I, I hope so, you know. because, uh, you know, uh, it, frankly, I've had ups and downs and um, it, it, the the times when I've needed God the most are, are probably some of the times that I've shied away from him the most. And uh -huh. it's it's been okay. recently that um, <laughs> one of the things that I've talked about before is, you know, God will smack you upside the head. And, and if you're not paying attention, <laughs> you're going to miss it. And, um, yeah, right. and, and, and I've taken that to heart recently and it's, it's made a huge impact on my life. Yeah. I love what you shared about your testimony, you know, that, uh, You've had some challenging personal times. Why don't you share real quickly a little bit about that? Yeah. So from, 2029 to present, um, I've had uh, I, uh, I've had I've had some some health, call it physical challenges. I think right. if you would talk to me, see me walking down the street, you'd say, "Oh yeah, Jerry looks he looks like perfectly healthy and you know in good shape and all of that." But um, so starting probably around 2003, I had an episode of Bell's palsy which is when a nerve in your jaw, uh, for whatever reason, becomes inflamed, and then half of your face 
uh, is um, uh, paralyzed. And I still have some, you know, there's some reflection of that today. I think you, if you see me blink, you'll see sometimes I don't blink straight. But most people get over it, and there's a lot of celebrities who yeah. had that as well. Right. Um, and and I think that impacted me a bit over the year. That's that's one of the times that God smacked me upside the head, and I wasn't paying attention. Um, but last year, <laughs> last year I had a number of events. I had a. Uh, <laughs> A fall down the stairs and I literally broke my neck. So I was in the hospital mm-hmm. for seven days and in a neck brace for seven weeks. Um, right after that, I had a prostate cancer scare where I had an elevated PSA and had biopsies, which by the grace of God turned out to be negative. But then a couple months later, I had a malignant melanoma. Um, which yeah. was which was removed, and fortunately, that was scary. It was scary, and fortunately, the margins were clear. But um, mm-hmm. you know, I think uh, God really carried me on His shoulders through all of that. Okay, and um, that's great. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about your business because I think it's people find it fascinating how you jump from corporate, and we'll talk a little bit about that later. What was the uh, uh, inspiration to do that but um you know um what tell the folks about your product and service that you offer to small mid-market companies what is it that you offer them yeah my um i think the easiest way to describe it is as a fractional or outsourced sales leader so whatever that Mm -hmm. level of leadership is within your organization uh, i'll come in and take over the the sales function and that includes working with the reps developing your strategy, ensuring that you have the proper process and and methods in place. Uh, Are you using data analytics? Do you have dashboards? Are you maximizing the CRM if you even have a CRM? Uh, If you don't, I'm going to get you started on the CRM because that is the foundation (laughs) of of sales. And uh, and what's your staffing like? Do you have the right people in the right seats? Mm-hmm. Do you need more? Do you need less? Yep. How are they compensated? What are their territories like? All of those types of elements that build out your sales department, which is is right. different than selling skills. Selling skills are yep. the foundation of a sales rep, and every rep needs uh, something that they can rely on for selling skills, but that's not really the, the crux of my business. I bet you know a few people. I do. Sales sales, I, I know one in particular that's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was that was a cheap uh, self <laughs> self shot there. Hey, well, Jerry, you know there are people out there who do what you do. Yep. Okay, you know, obviously there's competition. So, what makes your business and services unique to people? What's unique about that? Yeah. So, um, I work. I work. Uh, I guess with as an advisor for a company called Sales Acceleration. Mm-hmm. There's 160 of us across right. the country. There's a number of us in the Chicago area, and it it ultimately comes down to best fit. You know, uh, I'm if if I'm not a good fit for an organization, I'm willing. I'm I'm happy to refer the organization to someone else. Uh, you know, one of my counterparts. Um, but I think, I think I do bring a faith-based approach to it. I, I try to bring a, a humble approach to it. I'm, I'm not the Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. You know, coffee is for closers. <laughs> you know, the 
Right. Top sales rep gets Cadillac. Number two gets steak knives. You know, uh, that's right, that's really exactly. not that, that's really not an effective sales uh, process. Um, so, if you're yeah. looking for a very measured um, uh, type of of leader who's not only going to help with the sales side, but really the overall leadership side of it, because I, right. I do believe that uh, everything comes down through the organization from leader, the organization, any component of it is going to be a, a reflection of that leader. And um, with me, you're going to get a reflection of, of who I am as a leader. No, that's great. Um, well, let's let the audience know who's an ideal target for you. Who would be an ideal client for you out there? Yeah, when, when I started, I was thinking in terms of, you know, five to $50 million in revenue. Um, because once mm -hmm. you get over 50 million, they're, they're typically going to hire someone like me, someone with my, right. my background. Uh, what I've been finding since then, it's probably 1 million to, uh, you know, 15 or $20 million in revenue. Because those are okay. the companies that are really on a growth trajectory. They need the help. Um, frequently they have someone who's in a sales leadership role who could use some mentoring or some coaching mm -hmm. and, and just an understanding of what are the things they're missing. You know, they may not know all of the elements that right. go into a, a good sales organization. I think, um, organizations smaller than a million, um, they probably have a little bit of work to do before they're ready for a sales organization. Those are the organizations where the CEO needs to be out building the business yeah. and and understanding who their market is. I think the other thing, to, from what I know about you, another ideal one is a CEO that really isn't a sales type yes. or an owner or founder that's not a sales type. And they really need somebody that comes in that can be a professional to fill that slot for them because they really don't like to do right. it. You right. know, they That's not in their wheelhouse. That's not what they started the company for. They realize it's very important uh, and also, they've been burned by hiring people they did, they didn't know were qualified or not, and you know all that. Yes, kind of they so. they hire someone. Well, the 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 classic classic example is that the owner has a nephew um, who doesn't have any skills. So where do they put him? Right in sales, because <laughs> that's where, <laughs> that's where you stick everybody without any skills. And it's it's not that they're not a hard worker. In most cases, they are. They just don't know what they don't know. And, you know, right. something that might take me, uh, you know, a, a half a day or a day to build out for them might take this person, you know, three or four weeks because they've got to figure it out and understand it. And I've, I've seen right. everything before. So it's very easy for me to right. recognize what, what they need and at what level they need it. I'm proud to welcome Inbound Studio as a sponsor of Faith Marketplace. Marshall Mullet, the owner, has a mission to help businesses be more efficient and effective in getting results from their marketing technology. With their vast experience, Inbound Studio builds websites using inbound marketing methodology that provides a beautiful visitor experience that has them coming back for more. As a result, the company has evolved to be a premier provider of web technology services in the Midwest. I encourage you to check them out at www.inboundstudio.com. So what do you give, you know, obviously the show is how we connect our faith and work. So what do you give uh, God praise for in your business? I give God praise for the, first of all, the bravery to do it. 
Um, and there's elements of, of my job that I'm not great at. <laughs> One of them, frankly, is, is getting out and building networks and all of that. I, uh, people are shocked to hear this, but I'm an introvert by nature. And so right. it's something that I need to be pushed to do, and I'm pushed to do so through my faith. Um, the other mm-hmm. element, and, and uh, we will likely go there, but I'm part of a networking group called G7, which I'm sure you've talked about previously. And I got involved in G7 through you, Bob. Um, you know, it's, yep. um, and it, it's, it's people like you and people within my G7 networking group um, and people that I've met through G7 networking that, that keep me grounded and keep me um, focused on, on what's important and um, keep me driven to do what I, what I need to do, even when I don't want to do it. So I think that's yeah. been an, an integral element. And that's, that's one of those times that God smacked me upside the head and I listened. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jerry, thank you for that. I, in full disclosure, folks, uh, Jerry is one of the presidents of our C, uh, G7 chapters here in Chicago. He's out in Crystal Lake. Uh, and he's terrific. What a leader. And uh, you're growing the chapter out there. And and thank you for that, because, you know, this is a gathering of people together that have a a main connection, right? We all are uh, believing in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And the other thing about that is you're dealing with other people who have that integrity and have, you know, we're trying to help each other out. Um, And I think that uh, I'm particularly proud of the fact that you you did join, (laughs) you know, probably one of the better sales I've made in my life. And also the fact that you jumped in and you took the leader, you took a leadership opportunity. So uh, I know with your tutelage, uh, the Crystal Lake chapter is going to grow and it's going to grow really good because you're getting the seeds there. You're getting the basics down with all your leadership, you know, which is the foundational stuff. And you also, because you have been a sales leader, you also can help them directionally as to how do we help each right. other? You know, how do we do that in a better understanding of what that looks like? Yes. So um, thank you for your service. Well, that, <laughs> thank you for encouraging me. And I've, I've prayed yeah. on it. And we have a, a phenomenal group, uh, a diverse group of people um, that are all at, at different points on their faith journey, which I love, you know, there's there's a, a couple of folks yep. who are just inspirational to me. Um, and there's a couple of folks who are, you know, there's they're still coming along and, and trying to, you know, and, yeah. and I think there's a bunch of us in the middle, but uh, uh, it's it's great. <laughs> we, we all we all learn from one another every single week or every yeah. single month that we yeah. uh, get together every month. Yeah. yeah. And that that is terrific. Are you looking for ways to increase your business? Are you hungry for business relationships of like mind and spirit? Welcome to G7 Networking with Purpose, where relationship comes before referral. Experience networking with God at the center via monthly meetings that invite interaction and connection. Immerse yourself in the proprietary G7 app, sharing leads, prayer requests, and increased visibility with the entire G7 network. Now with over 40 chapters in 8 states and growing, we have multiple Chicagoland chapters including new locations forming here and around the U.S. Visit www.g7networking.com for details and search for a chapter near you. G7 Networking is always looking for well-connected leaders of integrity and purpose looking for what's next. If this sounds like you, please reach out to us via our website at www.g7networking.com. G7 Networking with Purpose, where God is at the center of networking. 
because of your leadership, Jerry, and what you've done over the years, um, I, it, it, I, I'm curious to know how do you take and inspire others during, and especially if you got a story or two, you know, in your practice now as an as an interim or fractional sales leader, how, how do you go about inspiring people? Because, you know, salespeople can kind of be tough, you know, to motivate sometimes. Yes, they can. <laughs> well, so I actually, I find salespeople to be the easiest to motivate because as, as Bill, as, as the great philosopher Bill Parcells once said, you are what your record says you are. And so salespeople, they yeah. are what their sales say they are. So it's really hard for them right. to argue. You know, it, you set crystal clear expectations and then you give them every tool right. and resource and training that they need in order to be successful. And I think people appreciate yeah. that. And I, so one of the, one of the things that, that I'll, I'll point out is in, in a previous company, um, we had a, a um, annual uh, values award. And so there was one award given based off of each of the company values. And one of the values was uh, humility. And I mm -hmm. won the humility leadership, um, I think the third year that I was in, in the company. And it, it wow. seems odd for a salesperson to win a humility award, but um, I'm the, I, I tried to lead by example. So getting back to, you know, intentions and actions, leading by example, um, I rarely wear my faith on my sleeve. But when I won this award, mm -hmm. I felt like I, I had to praise God for, um, you know, building in me the humility to be able to do that. And um, I... I Afterwards, it was fascinating at how many people came up to me and said, oh, my God, I, you know, I, I'm, I, I'm very much into my faith. I'm, I'm very much on, on a, a faith journey. And, and hearing that just reaffirms what I believe as a believer and my faith in God, my faith in Jesus, my, you know, um, it was, it yeah. was very reaffirming. And so I, I based on that, I'm. I'm not as um, as shy in bringing up my faith as as I was probably prior to that because I think um, if you if you do it in in a way um, that that people are re whether they're you know believers or not um, it makes it, it gives them an impression of of what a believer looks like and you know how a believer. Uh, relies on their faith on a day-to-day -day basis, and I, 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 I can I, I expect to be even more so as I as I move forward. Yeah, that's great. I loved I love some of the stories that you've told me in the past, and that one was I'm thank you for bringing that up because I thought that was outstanding. It was a bigger company. You brought it up, but you know because what do you think stops people from doing something like that? I think that. So I, this isn't going to be a, a popular opinion, but I, I think that there's a some type of um, there's a there's a group of people out there who have a distrust in in the Christian faith, in faith in general. Right. Um, right. And I think if you if you dig into it with them, it's they they have a they have a number of. I'll call them issues or questions about mm -hmm. um, being faithful, and 
they're they're often very basic types of you know like why would God have people suffering you know which any apologist right. or theologian yeah. is going to handle in in half a second. <clears throat> Um, and, and I don't think right. that they've really dug into what faith is and how it can right. have an impact in their life. But more specifically, Jerry, what I'm asking you is, why do you think Christians or believers have a fear of sharing their faith? Oh. Like you did. You stepped into that. You you know. So yep. what was it about that event that you felt so you know compelled or God laid it on your Holy Spirit or something that made you give a testimony? I think that there's a lot of believers who do not want to come across as um, as pushy or trying okay. to foist their beliefs on someone else. Whereas I think Fair. what most believers want to do is share their belief and share their faith. Right. And it's it, it it's kind of like being in, in sales. Like some people mm-hmm. shy away yeah. from sales because they don't want to be perceived as being a salesperson. And there's nothing wrong with being a salesperson. It's a great (laughs) career. And some of the wealthiest people in the world are salespeople. Um, And, you know, similarly, I think that that people of faith don't want to be don't want to come across as being pushy or, um, you know, putting their their faith on someone else. And but I I would even boil it down to Jerry, and I've I've asked a number of people. The basic element here for this is fear. People are fearful. What are they going to think of me? Yes. Or any of the yes. rest of that stuff. And 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 being bold and being courageous. And I'm gonna I'm gonna tip that hat to you. It took courage for you to do yeah. that because you didn't know how people were going to perceive right. that. But guess what? You were pleasantly surprised exactly how they yep. did. What weren't yep. you? And you gave you gave the honor and the glory to the Lord for your humility. And, and Bob, you're 100 percent right? <clears throat> correct. I was afraid. Yep. And um and I. You know, that was an opportunity of learning for me. And like I said, you know, yep. my faith is a journey, and that was a big step. Yep. That was that was definitely a big step. Okay. Um, what, uh, how would you like to provide? Now, you know, I, one of the things I want to ask you is, you know, um, in your in the work you've done, do people know that you're a Christian, or, or does that only come up when the, the time's right? Or how do you integrate your faith and work, you know, in your practice? I I'm I'm a little embarrassed to say, having just said what I did, is that I I typically look for clues from them first, okay. and That's fine. if they are, if I can tell they're faithful, then um, it's easy. When so one one thing when I was uh, working with a lot of hospitals and healthcare systems. There are a number of healthcare systems that are faith-based organizations and they begin meetings with a prayer and there's leaders, uh, you know, CEOs and and others in those organizations who love working there because they're able to wear their faith on their sleeve. Whereas in other companies, they've not been able to. And so I, I tend to, um, I tend to look for those clues, those cues, um, as to whether or not it would be a, a conversation. But it's something that 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 I I do feel like I need to come up with a better way just to bring it, you know, just in conversation. And yeah, you know, it's funny because um, obviously I, you know, I've, we've had this podcast for a long time, and back when we started, there wasn't much discussion about how do you walk your faith yeah. out at work. And it's not to your point. It's not about 
you know, proselytizing or beating people overhead, being judgmental and all that stuff, which is out there in the ecosphere yeah. that that's what people think Christians yeah. are, you know, because they've had a bad experience or two or whatever. And let, let's face it, that can or happen. Or they see the shysters um, on TV. I was and- given a, yeah. And I, I was given a gift a long time ago about, um, and, and this happens oftentimes, I, 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 sometimes I miss it. Uh, like if I'm out to lunch with somebody and, and um, when the server is at, up there with us, I said, you know, uh, I'm going to pray over our meal. Is there anything that I can pray for you for? And I don't know if the person's across the table for me is a person of faith or not. Yeah. Okay. But I'm going to pray at that meal and I'm, I'm incorporating that server. So, uh, you know, uh, it's an icebreaker. That is nice. You know? that's a it's great, an icebreaker. Yeah, that's a great I had a guy the other day that I it was one lunch. He knew I was a person of faith. And uh, and he's of he it was of a Jewish background, but he's, you know, kind of worldly and all the other religions. But he knew that he was it, what was wonderful is he stopped when the when the when the stuff came. He said, Bob, uh, you know, uh, um, would you be okay to pray for our, our, our breakfast? And I was shocked. You know, I thought, wow, wow. He, he caught it first, That's, right? Yeah. But, you know, part of it is just <clears throat> people knowing things about you, you know, <clears throat> and not being shy about it. The other thing, too, is praying for people. Yeah. I've never had anybody refuse me, no matter what their background was. When I heard that they were having trouble or something was going on in their life, I would say, you know, would you would be okay if I pray for you? Nobody's ever refused me, Jerry. But what the big tip was that I got is I'd stop right then and there and pray for them. Not some big, long, drawn-out prayer, but a prayer very quickly about what that we're going through and ask God's blessing over that. And it's amazing the reaction I get. That's you know? wonderful. <laughs> yeah, that's outstanding. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, that took me a while to get to that point yeah. like you did. But you know something? My God's bigger than this. Yeah. If somebody's going to judge me or not want to do business with me because of my faith, then guess what? That, that's, that's somebody I don't have to do business that's, with. That's you know? very telling in and of itself, right? Right, it is. And uh, so, uh, you know, just to encourage you, you know, these are just little things that can be done uh, that might be. Uh, and also, uh, <laughs> I've really gotten in the habit of doing have a blessed day. Yes. You know? Uh, and, and, and again, it, it's not a big deal, but you know, it's just something I can incorporate in my language, yeah. you know? Yeah, no, that's, that's, so, uh, that's fantastic. That's great. That. Hey, well, listen, uh, you, you touched on earlier about words of wisdom that you had given your younger self. And that was about, uh, when God smacks you upside <laughs> the head, listen to him. Yeah. I thought that was so great. <laughs> I love that. And, uh, also, uh, let's share something interesting about you that you just d- did when you made this jump from being a corporate guy into being uh, on your own, because that's a bold thing, a bold step. But you had a reason. You had an inspiration to do that. Why don't you share that with the audience? I did. I did. Um, so I've been blessed to have a a wonderful family. Um, I've got two two grown kids who are both now out in Phoenix, and um, I had the good fortune of um, being able to have our my wife stay home with the kids as they were growing up. So she's a teacher. She started teaching high school when, when we were first married. We had kids. We decided we wanted her to stay home. And it was, it was a financial challenge, but we made it through that. Yep. Um, you know, we sacrificed, and especially she sacrificed, and she went back to when the kids were both in grade school, she went back and got her elementary uh, certification and 
decided to uh, to teach elementary school. Um, kids graduated, you know, fast forward many years. Right. She's had a lifelong dream of getting her doctorate. And oh, wow. in order for her to get her doctorate, I was not going to be able to maintain the travel schedule that I had in corporate sales because I was flying across the country every week. Um, and so uh, we sat down and, and discussed it. And I said, well, you know, I'm going to let me back away from the, the corporate gig and I'll start my own business. I'll stay home and take care of the house and do all of those things that you did. And uh, it took her uh, four years to do it, but I'm I'm thrilled to to report that uh, a couple weeks ago she graduated as Dr. Marchetti, and um, and and so uh, it was a a sacrifice on on both of our parts, but especially hers. You know, I I. I I, I yeah. saw the work that she had to do. It was amazing, um, but it was my turn to do my part and and give back to her. That's great, Jerry. What a great story. How are people going to get a hold of you, Jerry? What's the best way for people to get a hold of you? I think um, so. My um, email is J Marchetti, uh, just one straight word at salesacceleration.com. S-A-L-E-S-X-C-E-L-E-R-T-A-I-O-N uh, dot com. Or my phone number is probably the easiest is 815-529-4145. And that will get directly to me. That's awesome. Well, again, folks, that's Jerry Marchetti, the principal of Great Lakes Sales Leadership. You already got his information where to go see him. He's also got, uh, well, that's a pretty long one here for the website, but he can they can jump out there and, and basically look at uh, uh, Great Lakes Sales Leadership, um, and um, you'll, you'll find you'll him find out there or Google him, okay? Jerry, thank you so much. This has been such a delight, and thanks for those tips. You know, that was a lot of inspiration today of how you've integrated your faith and work, how uh, the Holy Spirit prompted you to, uh, you know, give glory to God, you know, when you received an award, uh, you stepped out of your comfort zone and uh, you're, you're just a man of God. I am so inspired by you, Jerry. So thank you so much for being here. Well, folks, we're going to be back with another episode in a couple of weeks. We uh, prompt you to get out there and check us out at faithmarketplace.com. We have uh, get on our podcasts on Google, Apple, and now Spotify. And uh, my uh, wonderful program assistant, Olivia, is working on getting us on, uh, getting us up on YouTube. Uh, we've got some exciting things we're going to be doing. Pre-spread the word. Get out there and let people know. And if you got a few extra pennies, this, members, this uh, ministry is run on donations. So we have a donation button out there. So if you got a few pennies you can throw our way, that would be great. I know Olivia would appreciate it. <laughs> so we'll be, uh, we'll be with you in a couple of weeks.